Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I absolutely understand that. It's it's like the the when when the man come home and he found out the kid took the big pork chop. Like (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you country, thank you. Nice. Play to work sports. Well, 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 world. Welcome again to another episode of Late to Work Sports. I'm your host, Jonathan, with my co-host, Vince. What's up, Vince? What's going on, man? How we doing today? Oh, man. Another day, another day. Hey, so we got a pretty good show. I I, I like our topics, man. We're going to finally get to dabble in our uh, defensive picks. They're our uh, fantasy team, I guess you could say, so... And uh, there was some good football this week, man. A lot of good football this past week, so it was enjoyable. A lot of close games. Yes, very. Yeah, close games, and and I actually won in fantasy this week. It was crazy. There you go. There you go. I actually won as well. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, all right, man. Well, let's jump right into it then. All right. So our first topic, Vince, is going to be again part two of the circus that is Brett Favre. Oh, the fall from grace guy? Yeah, dude. This is I don't got another way to put it, man. This is this is this is This dude's an evil individual. I mean, I got no other words to describe this guy right now. So we'll just we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. So obviously everybody knows initially Brett Favre was linked to the 7 million dollar indoor volleyball or the seven million dollar volleyball thing for uh southern mississippi where his daughter goes and all this and that right well it is now coming out that he is being linked to the 70 million dollar welfare scam that was used to try to create an indoor facility this is turned into the watergate scandal Oh yeah, this dude. I mean, this this dude is just—he's out here just trying to get money however he can. And I got I got a couple different beefs here with this. So first off, he he did this. He was trying to get this push because he was trying to get Deion Sanders' son. That was his big thing. And so he texted the then Mississippi governor and said, "Hey, uh, we need this money." And for now. The Mississippi governor saying for the seven million dollars, he was under the impression Brett Favre was going to get this money through like private donors and stuff like that. This seventy million dollars, he told Brett Favre, you know, hey, what you're doing is illegal. There is, you know, children. There's low-income adults that that rely on this money to live. And Brett Favre's response was. You can make it happen. If anybody can make this happen, you're the man for it. So basically, screw everybody. anybody that is in poverty. Screw anybody that is struggling to make it. Don't care about them. And then, right, if that's not bad enough, Vince, if that's not bad enough, 
this uh i'm not even calling him a gentleman because let's just be honest he's he's scum he's a piece of crap oh dude i mean there's a few choice words i could use but um we try to keep this show family friendly this guy then said and it's been quoted as this and it's not 100 percent accurate but it puts it in context what he is trying to do it's been described as this man was trying to use slave labor to build from the prison from the prison system said we need to find ways to cut costs we could get prisoners to build him so not necessarily slave labor but it's about as close as you can get to slave labor in modern America. You are wanting to use people that are incarcerated to build this facility. If you ever needed anything to show you how horrible of a person somebody is, this whole scenario shows you. He doesn't care if you're poverty stricken. He doesn't care if you were born into it or if you live in it. You've never been able to get out of it, whatever it may be. And he thinks that your life, your hours, your everything is basically worthless if you're in the prison system. I, I, I don't really have much more to say about this dude except for, here's my two pieces to this, right? So that I've led to all this. My two pieces are his co-conspirator, right, just pled guilty to federal charges of this. Now, Brett Favre in the text messages was told this is a federal crime. He just pled, his co-conspirator just pled guilty to federal charges of a, I believe it was said, attempt uh, to defraud the government. So, this dude just pled guilty to it. This guy's been arrested and stuff like that. Pled guilty to it. Why is Brett Favre walking the streets right now? Privilege. Like, like, that's, that's star privilege right there. Like, that's 100%. Oh, yeah. We can't, we can't do that to that Hall of Fame quarterback. He, you know, Brett Favre is the greatest thing to ever come out of this little town in Mississippi. We can't do that to him. I have a proposition. Hmm. We we talked about this, and I think we we should. This should be. I, I know it probably never happened, but uh, I think we should trade Brittany Grimer, uh, Griner for uh, Britt Favre. I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I don't I, even I think. think uh, and I don't even think. Don't get me wrong. I don't think she's the greatest person in the world, right? Right. You know, she's had some uh, some abuse, expressed some opinions that I don't necessarily align with, and that's fine, right? We can do that. But at least hey. she's not a, a a felon. No, you're from America. The military goes out and defends your rights and have for the last 200 plus years for you to say that and to have those viewpoints and to have those well, We didn't fight for you to be a felon. Yes. <laughs> I didn't fight for you to screw over your fellow Americans, dude. So yeah. I may not agree with her opinions. I may not agree with her viewpoints. I may not agree with the way she does things. However, she's an American and I, as a veteran, have chose to volunteer to defend those rights and those liberties that give her the ability to say that. There's a reason laws are in place. Her saying the things she said or having the viewpoints has never broke any laws. 
you born and domestic terrorist. He's about damn near there right now. Yes. Like you, you don't care about anybody. Nobody. About you don't care nobody. But that's it. That's it, man. So this dude. Why is this guy not in jail? Why is this guy not in jail? That that's that's the first thing that really bothers me. And the second thing, and I haven't looked into him one hundred percent, but do you know Brett Favre still has sponsors? Who are, are they? People. I'd have to look it up to be honest with you. I'd have to look it up, and I guarantee it's not like Nike or nothing like that. You know what I mean? But they have sponsors, man. And here's my thing, right? When you sponsor somebody, they choose to pay you to be their face and their voice and blah, 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 right? I get it. So if you're going to cease the sponsorship for this stuff, for for what's going on, I'm taking you to court to get my money back. Because you did something illegal that is damaging my company. I hired you to be a sponsor to help my company. Oh, I got them right here. What you got? Let me let me hear these uh these people who put their morals aside and don't care about the little people as long as they got Brett Favre sponsoring them still. Okay, this was updated this year. Mm-hmm. Now, some this, have changed. I will say some. There's a couple of them that have dropped. So this may yeah not yeah, be and then what? It wouldn't surprise me. Um, so we got Nike. I guarantee they Snapper. dropped them. They did. I guarantee Nike did. I hope they did. I don't think Nike, Nike don't want that. Okay. Snapper? Okay. Remington hunting rifles? Ooh, I wonder if they dropped them. That's old, good old country boy. Yep. Sears? Mmm. Prilosec? Okay. Sensodyne? MasterCard? Really? Wrangler. Yeah, Wrangler jeans. Uh, Bergstrom. That's an automotive brand, I guess. Um, and Hyundai. Now, here's here's the kicker here. Mm-hmm. These endorsement deals have earned him $7 million this year. Crazy. Crazy, because he could have used those $7 million to build that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't see copper fit in here, which is... Which, That's crazy, because that of... copper fit still features Brett Favre ads. On Sirius XM right now. Yeah. <laughs> Are they going down that hill? Apparently so. I tell you what, man. This guy is not worth two dead flies smashed in between a grilled cheese sandwich. He, he's just not. The country sayings you whip out. I, 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 I don't know what else to say to that part. Don't judge me, man. Look. You know that chick? What's that chick, man? Um, she's very, very outspoken. She's wild, and her last name's Hill. What's her first name? Faith Hill. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, used to be on ESPN. First name starts with J. J. E. Jamil. Jamil. Yeah. So she's very outspoken. Very outspoken. But she just tweeted that she wants to that we should burn the a hole Brett Favre for wanting to use prison labor. To build lockers at facility amongst this welfare scam. And uh, it is a little radical, right? It is a little bit of radical opinion there. But I guarantee that her response or her tweet there 
is it aligns with a lot of people i'm sure man there's a lot of people that are very very angry i'm sure about this absolutely absolutely so, i uh I'm not saying I agree with her, but I understand. I, I, exactly. That's I absolutely that's understand that. It's it's like the the when when the man come home and he found out the kid took the big pork chop. Like, <laughs> my, <laughs> oh my god, you country! Thank that, you. That, where my fried bad. pork chop? <laughs> hey boy, where my fried pork chop? Oh man, Jesus. that that that'd be crazy. Oh, She's short. Man. She's only five five. Wow. Who are you talking about? Jamel Hill. I didn't focus, know she was... man. Focus, focus, focus. I didn't know she was that short. I'm sorry. <laughs> that short for a woman? Yeah. I guess. I think it's average I don't know what, what the average height for a woman is. Like five I don't know. Get out of the rabbit holes. Get out of the rabbit holes. Run. <laughs> hey, uh, right. hey, let's roll into your NBA topic here real quick. What you, what you got about the Celtics? Well, th- it's, it's very confusing about what's going on over there because there's not a lot of talk about what happened other than he's been suspended for a year. It it deals with an inappropriate relationship from what I've seen, Jonathan, unless you've seen something different, I'm, I'm seeing consensual relationship and this is not any, in any form trying to say that I'm, I'm victim shaming because at the same token, I actually saw something today with Matt Barnes where he said that he actually took a post down. He, he like he he took a post down on on um I, I believe it was his Twitter. He said that he was told by somebody directly within the Boston Celtics organization about what's really going on over there, and he was like, I can't really. It's not my place to talk on it unless somebody wants to come forward and say something about it. But it was enough for this man to take a post down. So as as me and you have talked offline about this, there is something more to the story. And it's actually alarming. Me personally, I believe that, you know, relationships of that matter, especially when it involves kids and a a wife and, 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 and we're talking about. The other side of the coin, too, with the the woman in question, I think that should be personal and 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 not a uh, and not a, a public matter. Uh, I do want to bring up something, Jonathan, that has really ticked me off that the Boston Celtics have not done. Mm-hmm. They were very they were very quick to talk about Ime Udoka having an inappropriate relationship. They were very, very forthcoming with that. My issue with this whole ordeal is that when they did that, they didn't protect the the women. That had nothing to do with this situation. There there were women from the Boston Celtics staff that were getting their pictures posted all over the internet, any social media outlet, and they did nothing about it. So you, Brad Stevens, you dropped the ball. The majority owner of the Boston Celtics, I don't even know his name. I don't want to know his name. You dropped the ball. And in your press conference, you talked about how you are so apologetic and, and, and you want to make this right with the women that had nothing to do with it. But you have done absolutely nothing to fix that issue. You have oh, not. Lip service. lip service. Yeah, it was just lip service. Hey, that's the uh, first Arn Hignan was the first person that actually told me that. Now, I, I wasn't the one in trouble, but he told a, 
uh, a junior Marine. He was like, you're giving me lip service. I don't want to hear that. And I didn't know what that meant at the time, but he was just, you know, you're just saying stuff to get it out the way to f- make it feel like you um, are in full understanding or you're just, you know, trying to get that, that information out so it doesn't make you look bad. And I feel like that's what the Boston Celtics did. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of fog going on there because we've heard that, you know, it was consensual. And then we heard, nope, he was having inappropriate relationships. And then they came back again and said it's consensual. So it's like, okay, what's the real thing going on? And I understand the coach is probably not going to say much because everybody's like, well, how do you, if it was consensual, he would have defended himself when they come out and said things. I'm sure this man has lawyered up. Oh, absolutely. If he's smart, he's lawyered up because you don't know where things are going to go. So if I, and you have the money to do it, right? So I'm sure he's lawyered up and his lawyers probably told him, hey, keep your mouth closed, leave it at that. Don't say yep. nothing. Nothing needs to be put out there. It's, it's, it's so, so much a mess. And this is another thing that I didn't, I actually didn't bring up when I was talking about this piece earlier. Uh-huh. They didn't fire him. They suspended him. Yeah, which is weird. Which is very weird. You suspend him, and then you go on your press conference and say, well, we'll determine at the end of this season whether or not we're going to keep him. Why are you doing that? I, I tell you, ultimately... Which is which echoes what you're saying. He, I'm pretty sure he did lawyer up. Oh you're yeah, gonna keep, you're going to keep me for a year, and then I feel like I'm going to get fired at the end of the season. One hundred percent. And it's and and we talked about this. It's probably so they could pay him less. Yes, that's that's all that is. That it's, and, and it's which it's all, it's all money. Which is why he needs a lawyer, because that's wrong. I don't know about contracts. With with coaches, I don't I don't they don't really talk about contracts with coaches that much other than incentive base. We get that. Yeah, obviously, I want more money if I take your team to the finals. Right. Yep. But. But it, it just doesn't make sense to me why they're doing this. It's one of two reasons. And I and it may actually be both. They want to pay him less. Before they fire him and then two. You're keeping him away from another team. That's the only things I can think about. This guy comes from Greg Popovich's coaching tree. But if the offense was that egregious, fire him. Yeah. If it's that bad, why why is he still there? And this sounds like a bad, but remember, we also talked about this happened during the NBA Finals. This was first brought out. And they investigated it and kept their mouth closed for months. Yes. So the Celtics, you you got some uh, you got some explaining to do there. So yep. we'll we'll just have to continue to watch how this one all plays out because this one there's some stuff in there we don't know. And it doesn't and make sense. The math it, ain't mathing. No. In, in this equation, one plus one does not equal two. So and it and you know my saying it takes. Two chickens to make a ten piece, Bo. Oh man, you and me. I swear we are different. We are not the same. <laughs> Do you ever get tired of needing to look in multiple places to find the headlines of the day? 
You have an app for the stock market. You have an app for your favorite sports teams. You even have an app to see which celebrities are making headlines. Well, now you don't have to have multiple apps in order to know what's going on in the world. Just one. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app that brings all of your favorite topics right to you, all from one place. Browse articles that you choose from, sports, tech, Bitcoin, science, your favorite celebrities, and more. The best part is all of your favorite topics are read by real people. They even have podcasts and digital radio. Imagine having the entire web completely listenable and all in one place. Now you can with Newsly. Download and use Newsly for free now on any iOS or Android device and use promo code WSTS to receive a one-month free premium subscription. That promo code again is WSTS. Stop scrolling and start listening today with Newsly. All right, well, let's roll into uh, to the NFL games there, chicken. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to run through them real quick, and then, then we'll touch on the, the end, on the, the highlights that I may have missed. So okay. first off, obviously, we had the Steelers taking on the Browns on Thursday night. And the Browns came out and did – they played a good game, man, overall. Um, Jacoby Brissett went out there and performed – you know, he, he threw for 220 yards, two touchdowns, you know, 21 of 31. Nick Chubb rushing over 100 yards and a touchdown. Amari Cooper over 100 yards receiving and a touchdown. They came to play. Najee Harris, 15 rushing attempts, 56 yards. Yikes. You know, I mean, they came to play. They did turn the ball over once, but the Browns, the Browns just did not come out there to, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Steelers turned the ball over once. The Browns came to play. The Steelers did not. And, you know, yardage-wise, it wasn't much difference. But just starting efficiency, the, the, you know, third down, you're one for nine of the Steelers. You know, that's not going to get it done, man. One for nine on third down is not going to get it done. So the, the Pittsburgh Steelers lose to the Cleveland Browns 17-29. I got one question Rolling. for you. What's up, man? Do you think the Cowboys are missing Amari Cooper? Yes. Okay, that's all. I, that's, all right, we'll, we'll get to that later. Go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. On to the next <laughs> game. On to the next game. We got uh, the Texans, the winless Texans, playing the Chicago Bears. This game, if you like to watch two quarterbacks throw a lot of interceptions, this was your game. There was four interceptions thrown in total, one uh, passing touchdown thrown. So it wasn't a big scoring game there. Um, all in all, man, I mean, I, to be honest with you, I don't have too much good to say about this game. The That's yardage fire. comparison was oh, 100%. The yardage comparison was flopped. You know, Texans had 237 passing, 92 rushing, whereas the Chicago Bears had 82 passing and 281 rushing. Uh, Fields is going to have to start getting it done with his arm, man. He he cannot succeed in this lead throwing 106 yards. You know, this is, this it, is it, horrible. They, they got to do something, man. So, But the Texans, Houston Texans lost, went on to uh, Chicago to lose to the Chicago Bears 20-23. to We now got the Las Vegas Raiders heading to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. And this game, dude... It was, it was, I don't know what's going on 
with the Raiders. Actually, let me take that back. I do want to know what's going on with the Raiders. Their defense is not showing up to play. The the Raiders are the top 10 scoring offense in the league, just so we can put it out there. They're also the only team in the NFL right now that's 0-3 after this week. They rushed for almost 100 yards. They passed for 300 yards. They had more passing yards. They were only 13 under their rushing yards. Both teams had a turnover. Derek Carr was sacked seven times. But the Titans, I'm sorry, one time for seven yards. Seven yards. But the Titans allowed a sack as well, so we can't say that that's really out there getting it done. You know, People are going to say they're going to turn to the Raiders and say, well, they went one for 12 on third down. I got it, but the offense is putting up points, man. You're putting up 20-plus points. You should win, theoretically, in an NFL game, and they're not getting it done, man. So there's a lot of questions to be answered there. Uh, this makes me sick watching this here because I'm looking at the stats and Mac Hollins had eight receptions for 158 yards. Do you know where Mac Hollins played, where he was drafted? You're going to probably tell me the Eagles. Yes. Because y'all are good at drafting people and getting rid of them. Didn't produce a lick playing over there, but I think Mac Hollins came during the Chip Kelly days too. So well, There you go. There you go. All right, well, rolling in the Kansas City Chiefs, rolling into Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts there. And Matt Ryan had a decent game, man. He had a decent game. No turnovers, two touchdowns, 222 yards. Jason Taylor, once again, uh, took a big crap on my fantasy football this week <laughs> and uh, rushed for 71 yards and no touchdowns. The leading, the leading receiver... This has got to be based off of touchdowns. But leading receiver for the Indianapolis Colts was Jay Woods. Two receptions, two touchdowns, 13 total yards. The leading receiver? Like, and touchdowns, right? Because it's he only, got to he, be. It just, it just says. Yeah, because he has 13 receiver. yards yeah, on bro. two receptions. I, I, don't ask me. Hey, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. This is a, this is a hard-fought game, and the Colts ended up getting their first win with a comeback now. It was a comeback win for a 37-year-old Matt Ryan. So a good little good little ending to that one for them. Next, we roll into probably the game to watch. One of the games to watch, at least, um, leading into the, to week three. The Buffalo Bills heading all the way down to Miami, Florida to take on the Miami Dolphins. We got some uh, some stuff in this one here. Um, it was a weird game, to put it lightly. Yes. Tua did get injured. He left. Uh, we'll speak on that. Josh Allen threw for over 400, for 400 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. But the Dolphins just find a way, once again, to get it done. If you look at the stat columns, if you look at total plays run, if you look at total yards, everything points to the Buffalo Bills winning. Double the first downs. Double the third down efficiencies. Double the total yards. Actually, almost two and a half times total yards. Double the passing yards. Double the rushing yards. Double the plays. 90 plays to 39. Double the completion percentage. I mean, this is... They held the ball for... The, the Buffalo Bills had the ball for 40 minutes and 40 seconds to 1920 
and still lost 19-21. So, we'll be talking about the, the butt punt there. And oh, butt fumble. Yeah, yeah, old Mark Sanchez butt fumble. Now we got the butt <laughs> punt. And, uh, and then the Tua injury that wasn't an injury was something. Yeah, we'll get to that. that yeah, we'll get to be, that too. That one's going to be a fun situation. Yeah. Then we roll into the Detroit Lions rolling into Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Jared Goff, he played a pretty good game, man, all in all, from what I can tell for the stats. I mean, there's nothing that jumps out to me that says the Lions are a bad team right now. They're they're finding ways to make things happen. I understand they are one and two, but they're competing. Uh, I mean, they're not getting blown out, man. I mean, they're not getting blown out. It's they lost to Philly thirty-eight to thirty-five. Mm-hmm. They beat Washington thirty-seven. I'm sorry, thirty-six to twenty-seven. And they lost to Minnesota twenty-eight twenty-four. They're, they're a different not, team. They're playing well, man. They're playing well. The uh, the defense has to step up a little bit. You can't allow a team to get three hundred and seventy-three yards when your offense is getting four hundred plus yards. You can't allow that to happen, man. You you Absolutely. got to stop them. So, all in all, this wasn't a bad game. It really wasn't. The fourth quarter was definitely owned by the Vikings, and that's what uh, gave them the win, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Then we roll into the Patriots and the Ravens battling it out there in New England. This game, man, Lamar Jackson's balling out. I mean, he's balling out right now. Uh, he's got more touchdowns than him personally. He's got more touchdowns than every other NFL team right now. Yep. So he threw four touchdowns and had a rushing touchdown in their game. Threw for 218 yards, rushed for 107. Uh, they're tight end Andrews. He had two receiving touchdowns. And Mac Jones is not getting it done in New England. No touchdowns, three interceptions. To be honest with you, man, this was uh, this was New England's game to win, and Mac Jones pretty much threw it away. You turn the ball over four times, what do you expect to happen, man? I mean, what do you expect to happen? So that one, uh, there's a lot of lot of little things coming out, little questions being brought up from that game, and I'm sure over the next few weeks we'll kind of figure that one out. So yeah. Then we got the Cincinnati Bengals heading to play the New York Jets. Yeah. And thank they get God I, for this win. Oh, man. Thank God I put Burroughs back in the lineup last week. Joe Burroughs threw for 275 yards, three touchdowns, while Joe Flacco threw for 285 and two interceptions. It was definitely the tell-two tapes there. I mean, the Jets did not look like the same team that came out and won against Cleveland last week. I can tell you that. Yeah. Joe Flacco looks old. Joe Flacco looks like Joe Flacco. He's just a game Flacco manager. Flacco doing Flacco things, man. Yeah, just a game manager. Don't put it in my hands to win the game or you'll see what happens. Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals went into the New York Jets home turf Meadowlands and spanked them 27-12. to 12. So, your Eagles went on to play Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders. And this couldn't have went 
any better or any worse, depending on which side of the ball you were on there. Jalen Hurts balled out 340 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And, I mean, they just lit it up, man. Um, Smith had 169 receiving yards, eight receptions, and a touchdown. It was a an amazing performance all around for the Philadelphia Eagles. They sacked Carson Wentz nine times for 58 yards. I seen one stat. I sent it to you. I think it was that uh, it was at some point in the game they had like 200 plus passing yards, and the Washington Commanders at that point had negative six. That's horrible. It was that... a it was a beatdown. Beatdown. That 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 there, and then there's also another stat because I watched the game obviously, but there were two big plays that happened in the first half that nobody really talked about. And me and you have, have, have we we've spoken in previous podcasts about this, but Quez Watkins, he had zero receptions and zero yards, right? Mm-hmm. But he accounted for two penalties against the the Commanders. Mm-hmm. He he was responsible for two penalties on the commanders where it was pass interference and it was for like maybe 30 yards apiece, which was huge because at the time that it happened, it kind of moved the Eagles either in the red zone or close to the red zone for them to score. Yeah, well, the Eagles scored all their points in the second quarter and then uh, the Washington commanders scored all eight of their points in the fourth. Yeah, which, so. which is very, very concerning because the Eagles – they kind of wet the bed in, in the second half. It's kind of like they put in put it in cruise control, which is I hope that's something that they can fix later on down the road. But you said they pulled the Falcons. Going on yeah. to the next game, New Orleans Saints at uh, Carolina Panthers here, and this couldn't have went any more pleasant for me. Jameis Winston threw three hundred fifty three yards, but also threw two picks. Winston doing Winston things. Hey, Chris Olave, that kid is balling out. He has more receiving yards on the league right now than Justin Jefferson's for all you people that are curious. Nine receptions, 147 yards. The Panthers got it done. When you turn the ball over three times, New Orleans, you will lose a game. I get it. You had over 100, you know, 130 plus more yards than uh, the Carolina Panthers. But if you can't hold on the ball, you're going to lose, and that's exactly what you did. You lost by one possession. Yep. So that's that's horrible. I mean, and, and it's a good win for Baker Mayfield. You know how I feel about him. So uh, very very good win for him. I think he had a bad bad go at it, man. But mm-hmm. you got Chris McCaffrey back there. So you well, know, just let it run. Yeah. No, they can't, man. They can't. He can't stay healthy. Uh. So then we got the Atlanta Falcons going into. Seattle to deal with the Seattle Seahawks in the 12th man and my boys got it done I mean they got it done Cordell Patterson rushed for a career high 141 yards and a touchdown Mariota 229 a touchdown he did throw one pick but all in all man he had it going he's got one rushing touchdown to his name in, in the game yeah I mean Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing with this game, right? Everybody counts the Falcons out and talks about how bad they are and how bad they are. The Falcons lost by one point in week one. They lost by four points in week two. They're literally five points from being 3-0. 
with a team that everybody said was going to be the worst, predicted the worst team in the NFL. I thought that was disrespectful. I really did. Man. That's yeah, was, so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's all you haters out there. They don't look like the, the worst team in the NFL, do they? So, yeah, you know what you can do with that. Moving on, Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the L.A. Chargers. So, I don't think anybody was prepared for what happened between the Jacksonville Jaguars going to L.A. But Chargers, man, this was a beat down. They scare me. Jacksonville had 38 points to the Chargers' 10, man. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looked like a, a brand new quarterback. I can tell you what, he doesn't look like the same quarterback that played in Urban Meyer. And they came out, they had... Uh, the Chargers had 26 rushing yards, in case you're curious. The Jaguars had 151. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Those guys, Doug Peterson is the quarterback whisperer. I don't know what it is that he does. Well, like but I said, it works. Something, they're, they're, something has clicked, and they're turning it around. So That we'll scares me because we play them next. We'll see how it plays out. And then we got the L.A. Rams taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And this game, the Rams bounced back from a, a, a game last week that did not look good for them. Uh, you know, last week they were struggling with the Atlanta Falcons and almost got upset by them. And this week they win, you know. Um, Matt Stafford, he didn't throw for any touchdowns. Nothing like that. Cam Akers did have a rushing touchdown. Nothing crazy, but just good old grinded out football, man. And they got it done. And that's, that's really what matters, you know. They, they just got it done. 239 passing yards, 100 rushing yards. Arizona's got to figure out what's going on. The only team they've beaten is the Raiders. they got to figure out what's going on. They are visibly hurting without Hopkins in the lineup. And oh, yeah, if they don't they, get it figured out soon, it's going to cost them their season. Yeah, I mean, they got Kyler Murray back there running around like a kid that stole like a, a, a crayon or something, and a parent is trying to chase him around. Like they, It's it's crazy. It's not a good look, man. they got to figure it's out not. something. Packers taking on the Buccaneers. So, Tom Brady, let's just go ahead and call it. Tom Brady is not Tom Brady this year. He's got too much off-the-field distractions. He's getting too much time off, and it is showing. He looks rough, man. This was this game looks closer than it really was. Going in the half, it was 14-3. to You know, and it took... Tom Brady until 18 seconds left to get a touchdown. Yeah, it did. It did. It it it, it looks really bad because he like Tom. Tom, it's okay if you go home and take care of your kids, man. It, nobody's going to be mad at you for that. If anybody is mad with you about that, they don't have kids. So no. it, it, it is it is perfectly okay to call it quits, man, and and be with your be with your family, man. Like it 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 really looks bad for him. They don't have their weapons. Julio Jones can't stay healthy. He's screwing me in fantasy. It's, it's high risk, high reward type of guy. He is. He is. But I, like, I don't want to have to watch until twelve fifty every Sunday to wonder if Julio is going to put cleats on. You will though. You will. Rolling in San Francisco, taking on the Denver Broncos in Denver. <laughs> this game makes I'm gonna go ahead and say it. These teams suck, bro. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> they suck. Uh, Russell Wilson, that is the biggest scam artist in the NFL right now. 
the fact oh, yeah. that he got the Broncos to extend it for two more years, four years, for an ungodly amount of money on contract now is nuts to me. I mean, he's not performing. He's not looking good. The Broncos are not looking good. The, 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 the 49ers, hey, Jimmy G, we see why they were trying to get rid of you now. We see. Uh, you showed easy. it. Hey, easy. He ran out the back of the end zone. I ain't got nothing else to say. Well, I, I, I think they're going to have a hard time with Trent Williams out for six weeks now. So it's, it's... Oh, they're going to have a hard time no matter what. Jimmy G, let's be honest, man. Jimmy G is not the quarterback you want back there if you needed to win the game. He's the quarterback you want back there to, to member. To, to... Trey Lance is young, man. Trey Lance is young. He, you know, not all quarterbacks come in balling out like Joe Burrow. He's still better out. than him. Time will tell. Time will tell. The Broncos win this by the narrow score of eleven to ten. Ooh, uh, I got a, I got a stat for you here. You ready for this one? Russell Wilson threw for one hundred eighty four yards, uh-huh. and the punter, and that was on 20, 20 completions out of thirty three. Uh-huh. And you got the punter here that had ten punts for four hundred seventy six yards. Do you know it's the first time since 2016 that a team has punted 10 or more times in one? That's horrible. Yep. Hey, so then we went and watched the game last night, and let's be honest, it's like that meme where they were poking it and saying, do something. That was the game up until, I'd say probably about midway through the third, when it was like, ooh, okay, there's a little something-something. The Dallas Cowboys went to New York to play the New York Giants. I don't really have too much to say about this game, man. Uh, Rush did what he needed to do to get the win. And uh, Daniel Jones, that kid, he looked uncharacteristic for himself. He was out there crushing it for Daniel Jones. Um, He did only throw for uh, 196 yards, but my God, dude, the guy had to be tired. He ran the whole Getting chased by, by, by Micah Parsons the whole night. The whole <laughs> game, dude. I mean, it was... I'm just going to tell you, it, it, and you would never guess, if I asked you to guess how many plays were run in this game, there was 61 plays run by the Dallas Cowboys and 67 by the New York Giants. So oh, both, both teams were tired. That just tells you how much they did, yep. And the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys go in and still won in New York 23-16. to 16. And that wraps up the week in football there for the NFL. So key injuries here that I seen and if I'm missing one, make sure you throw it out there. The big one we gotta talk about right is Stellan Shepard last night. ACL torn out for the season. It was a non contact injury. He planted to make a cut and you could see his knee physically buckle out. So we have Sterling that is gonna miss the rest of the season. Right. Well couple other key injuries that I see could be potentially bad. Mac Jones is feared to have a high ankle sprain. They And there's some dispute right there in New England. They are fighting over how long he should be out. The team wants him back as soon as possible. They're saying four weeks. He's saying six to eight. That's not going to go well. You're a rookie quarterback. I mean, you're not a rookie. You're a second-year quarterback. Yeah, your second year quarterback really not doing that good, man, and you're fighting with a team. I get you want your health, but you're not really balling out. I I am still I did not think he was a strong quarterback coming into the draft. 
did not think he was a pro quarterback coming in the draft. And I still stand behind that. He's not proving me wrong. I don't think um, he's. I think I didn't think he was going to regress like he did this year. Like it's bad. He's too arrogant, man. He's too arrogant. Shut up. Put your face down and just grind. Stop that's doing the, 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 the giddy in the end zone after you get that's your the first problem. touchdown. That's the problem with with players, man. They they they're too full of themselves, and that eats them alive. And that is their own downfall. Pride is their downfall. So, hey, uh, DeAndre Swift. He injured his shoulder in the game. They don't believe that he's going to need surgery, but they think he's going to miss some time. So if you got him on your fantasy, not a good, uh, not a good thing. Dalvin they have Cook, a good backup guy too. They they have a very good backup running back. Dalvin Cook got injured in that same game, and uh, they said there may be a chance he comes back week four, but they think he's going to honestly miss a game or two. David Montgomery for the Chicago Bears. He's injured with a ankle knee type area. They fear it may be an MCL sprain, so they're not quite sure what level, you know, what grade, but that one's going to be one to kind of watch. The Chargers took another hit on offense, man. One of their wide receivers, Jalen Guyton, he got injured in the knee, and they are fearing that it's a significant injury. Nothing's kind of came out yet, but it's not a good look for that, at least nothing that I've seen. Um, A.J. Green for the Cardinals. Something they can't take. Uh, he left in the second quarter with a knee injury. So that one's kind of not what you want to see either. So no, he, like, he can't stay healthy either. No, not at all, man. Not at all. So, well, let's run into the uh, the Bills meltdown there real quick. Uh, <laughs> I love it. We got a little bit of time. We're kind of running a little longer than we'd like. But, hey, man, we got topics to talk about. So. The Bills meltdown. I'll let you go ahead and uh, kind of brief what happened there. So you have the floor, my friend. Well, I, I'm sitting there and, and watching the the replay of this, and I've probably watched it like five or six times. And then, as a matter of fact, I've actually brought my son over to watch this because this is game knowledge that you're supposed to have. And these guys are in the pros. And I asked him. Obviously, he's 11 years old. He's not going to understand this. But the more and more I teach him about having a five head when it comes to playing these uh, playing games in, in, in big moments like this, you got to have composure and you got to have the know-how and, and the, and, and just, just have the brain to understand, Hey, there's 14 seconds left on the clock. I just caught the ball in the middle of the field. I need to get to the end zone. You, by you getting a couple extra yards, you just, cost them the game. I, I'm not a big fan of saying that one player has cost the game, but this guy did. He really did. It, it, he got a bounds. Yeah, he didn't even give him an opportunity. I understand that there was a guy in front of him that could have tackled him, but you never know if he could have got by him because he cut inside. So The thing is, he should have went straight for out of bounds. That was... Absolutely. That was... And so the Bills coach was up in the booth and... Lost they tried to. Oh, yeah. They tried to do damage control, but they missed the camera in time. And he went to just cleaning off his desk like he had just gotten fired. Everything. I mean, he's smashing everything. So, lost his mind. They lost the game they shouldn't have lost, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that one I'm, not gonna say, I'm not going to say you lost the game you shouldn't have lost. Let me, let me rephrase that. You lost a game that you were in the position to have a chance to win it. And you lost it by clock management. Because they would have got up there, had he ran out of bounds, they would have never had to spike it. 
Who knows? Hey, we throw the ball to the outside one more time. It's just an outside route. Either you get it or you drop it. But if you can't get out of bounds, don't you catch that ball. If I am Josh Allen, I tell Josh Allen, it's a quick look and then throw it like you're trying to throw it to a receiver, but throw it above their head where nobody can catch it if there is too contested. Obviously, they know you're going to try to throw it to the, to the sides. But still, you know, at that point, you, you, you would have had eight, nine seconds left. It's a quick throw. It's a quick throw. And you, and you, you cost an opportunity because, yeah, you didn't get it. So Absolutely. You cost yourself the game, man. You cost yourself the game. And obviously, like I said, the, the coach was mad. He was smashing everything. They tried to hurt him, cover up the camera. Too late. We'd seen it. I don't. I don't. I don't want the cover uh, the camera up in that in that situation. You should definitely see that. I can tell you, the film room was not fun Monday. Could you imagine if that was somebody's job on the line? All because you didn't run out of bounds. All because you didn't run out of bounds. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So, hey, uh, the NCAA rankings, right? Yeah. This came out, and uh, it is – first off, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I I don't think there is a 100% without a shadow of a doubt powerhouse team. I thought the, the, the Georgia Bulldogs were, and then I watched them struggle with Kent State. It's hard for me to say you're the powerhouse team when you struggle with Kent State. Yes, you did win by double-digit touchdowns. You should have won by 50 points. It should have never been this close. I've seen Alabama struggle. I've seen Ohio State struggle a little bit, but they played at the time what we thought was a good team in Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. I'm not really 100% sure about these rankings. To me right now, it visibly feels like your top teams, in my opinion, would be USC, Tennessee, and Kentucky. And I'd probably put Tennessee as the the team right now that looks the best. They just knocked off the Gators um, 38-33. And the score is closer than it really was. I know I said at Top Golf and watched the game. It was not that close, man. So they did knock off Pitt, 34-27. They were also ranked. And everybody's going to say, yo, they played Ball State in uh, Akron. Yes, they did. And they blew them out. So to me, Tennessee right now is looking like the team that has got it going on. The Georgia Bulldogs, yeah, you beat up on Oregon. But really, Oregon wasn't really all that, man. You only hung 33 on Sanford. South Carolina, yeah, you beat the crap out of them. Congratulations. They're a shell of themselves. And then you beat Kent State by 17. You allowed t- Kent State to get 22 points on you. Kent State. Do you even know I, where Kent State is located? No. Yeah, me neither. That's what I'm saying, man. It, I don't think should... Clemson should be number five. That's the only thing I have a disagreement there. Like, I think... Well, I, I think... think the number one team right now is Tennessee, but I'm not saying that they should be the number one ranked team because... That would involve you shooting up the ranks and jumping people who haven't lost. And that's where it gets a little fishy, a little hard to say, "Mm, yeah, it's okay for them to jump them. Like, "Mm, they haven't lost. So Clemson hasn't lost. That's the thing. They had some very close games, 
And they yeah. almost got upset by Wake Forest, who is the smallest D1 school. But it's hard to say that they shouldn't be ranked five when it's like, you haven't lost. But now, if we're talking about ranking, we're talking about power ranking, you are not the fifth best team in the country. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's the way I see it. Like, I mean, it's it's... But, I mean, time will tell for Georgia, though. Like, we... we they have Kentucky and Tennessee this year. That is true. They have Kentucky and Tennessee this year. I don't know. I mean, Ohio State may, has Michigan. I don't know who else they have this year. I don't really keep up with them too much. I'm, you know... Penn State. Ty- they got Penn State in, in three... Yeah, they got in Penn State October 15th. Mm-hmm. Who's ranked 15th, and then Ohio State's ranked third. That's going to yeah. be a huge clash. That yeah. will... Answer a lot of questions about both teams. Tennessee taking on Georgia is going to answer a lot of questions about both teams. Tennessee taking on Alabama is going to answer some questions. Alabama does have – everybody says, oh, you Alabama, they always have the easy schedule. They always have the easy schedule. Well, just so everybody out there is aware, Alabama plays – they Ooh. played Texas. Texas was ranked. Four ranked teams right now. Yes. They got Arkansas they're going to face next week, the 20th team. Texas Tech, the 17th team. Tennessee, the 8th team. Mississippi, or Ole Miss, excuse me, the 14th ranked team. Now, granted, all these rankings can change, mm-hmm. but they do have a pretty stout schedule. Texas, I get it, Texas lost, but Texas is not a horrible team, I don't think. They're just right now dealing with their quarterback injury that's costing them. Had they had their quarterback in, I think Texas would have upset Alabama. So, Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I, I 100%. Agree with that. Yeah, so there's some there's some stuff out there, man. I'm I'm looking forward to to see how this is all going to continue to play out. So okay. Well, before we jump into our games to watch this week, man, let's go out and finish part two of our fantasy team. I guess you could say our all time team that we're going to build to to just smash or to just annihilate. Okay. Um, other you teams. want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. What position you want to go with first? We're gonna I'm start going, at the back or the front. We're we're gonna go defensive line first. Okay, all right. I got now, you. Now, you I'm I'm very fluid when it comes to this. I don't believe in a set position here, so I just went completely defensive line. Here. Okay. Okay. All right. So I went John Randall. Okay. Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And Michael Strahan. Okay, all right. I can uh, I can respect those because I have three of those four. <laughs> so I went both my interior. I got uh, defensive tackle Aaron Donald, obviously, and mm-hmm. Reggie White. And okay. And my defensive ends were, of course, Michael Strahan. Uh huh. And I went Deacon Jones on the other side. I have no I have no arguments there. I have no arguments there whatsoever. And for a lot of people who are like, who is Deacon Jones? You better go watch some film. That dude was a monster on the defensive line way back in the day. Everybody says, you know, everybody talks about old school basketball players. and That guy did, he was a monster, man. He was a Swiss Army knife. He did everything. Everything. And he was just a monster of a man. That was very interesting that you said this because Michael Strahan talked about Deacon Jones yesterday. He literally just talked about him. And he said that yeah. Deacon Jones told him when he first met him that he, he said, Deacon Jones told me I had that he had 200, uh, 
200 sacks in one year. And he said he said it with such conviction that I believed him. Like, that's the mentality this guy had. And the thing was, Deacon Jones did a lot of things before they were tracking those stats, man, and that's what's wild. We never we can watch film and they've estimated stuff, but it's really hard to figure it out 100%. You know what I mean? <laughs> the dude was just a freak of nature. And, and and I honestly think, had you even put him in today's time frame, if you if – you, Maybe not today's time frame. Let's put it. Let's put it in the time frame of the other guys that played. Really, you know what I mean. The Michael Strahan's, the Reggie Whites, where we didn't try to protect the quarterback so much. Because honestly, let's be honest. If we didn't protect the quarterback so much, Aaron Donald would have probably hit a hundred sacks last year. Oh yeah, absolutely. And if you put Deacon Jones in there, Deacon Jones is competing as one of the top. They go hand to hand. Could you imagine so, them on the same team? Nasty, nasty. <laughs> and and little fact, they both played for the Rams. So different yeah. locations, obviously, but. All right, well, I'm going to jump into my linebackers then. And mm-hmm. I went a, a three-linebacker set here. I did um, too. Okay, so um, my linebackers are right outside linebacker, Derek Thomas. Uh, I loved watching Derek Thomas back in the day, man. Oh, I loved watching him. Um, left outside linebacker, Ray Lewis. I don't know how you can leave him out. And middle linebacker, of course, Mr. Coked Up Lawrence Taylor himself. Mr. Mr. Bend Your Leg Backwards Lawrence Taylor. Okay, okay. Um, I had two of your three. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a guess and say you have Ray Lewis and Lawrence Taylor. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. So for my middle linebacker, I have Ray Lewis. Okay. Um, and then I don't have, it doesn't matter which side these guys are on. Um, but they're my outside linebackers. I have Uh Derek Brooks and Lawrence Mm -hmm. Taylor. I think Lawrence Taylor is a lot more, he's, he's faster than Ray Lewis. So you just use the same three I have. You just moved them around. Oh, you said, said, wait a minute. You said Derek Brooks. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Derek Brooks. Okay. I can respect that. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and roll into the, uh. The cornerbacks. Okay. I got Deion Sanders and um, Darrell uh, Rivas. I, I like both of them. I uh, I think they're both a good pick. I think they're both a good pick, man. Um, so, my pick is obviously Deion Sanders, Mr. Neon Deion mm-hmm. for the cornerback. But then I chose... Jalen Ramsey. Shut your mouth before I slap you, boy. I chose probably my favorite defensive back of all time. And it's actually in my fact of the day, my stat of the week here. That's Charles Woodson, man. I love that dude. I love Charles Woodson. That look on his face, that that that's that nasty attitude, man, that like, yeah, I'm here. You know it. Like, he just, bro, he's got that look to his face where you're like, yo, don't mess with that dude. Okay. And you couldn't mess with him. He was nasty. He was nasty. Uh, I, he actually I, I, holds the record for most defensive touchdowns. Three-way tie. Ooh. So, yep, three-way tie. I'm going to bet my money here that me and you have the same uh, safeties. I'm going to bet my money we don't. No way. I'm going to give you one safety. And listen, man, I know a lot of people say free safety, strong safeties. I did look at him like that, but I want safeties. When I go for a safety, I want a safety that can play 
everything. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's a hybrid, I guess you could say. I'm not looking for a set role, set side, set. If you can't get out on the field and play, the same way my linebackers, I mean, they did the same thing with my linebackers. If you can't get on the field and play, swap your positions around and move, you, I, what am I doing with you? Why are you here? You know, line, line's the same way. Uh, I think that's what makes a good defensive player. If you're, I can only play defensive tackle, you may be a monster, but you hinder yourself. Mm-hmm. So, so who you got? I got Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. And this one was hard for me because I do love me some Brian Dawkins, and you know this. But I chose Ronnie Lott. I mean, I can't just. I mean, what is there to argue about? I, I I know, and I know you know. I love me some Brian Dawkins, man. But when a player, when a player loses his finger in the middle of a football game and continues to play, I don't know what more toughness you need to see. That's yeah. Ronnie. Ronnie Lott lost his finger in the middle of playing, man. Yeah, does Ronnie Lott remember playing? <laughs> like, like, does he know that he played for an NFL team? And that's no knock at him because that that's and that's not a a, a shade at uh TBI. But like he, yeah, that th- th- he's the living proof of the NFL needing to fix that that concussion issue. Like that guy there, he did not care about his body. He didn't, man, but that's kind of why I want him. I, you're just a human missile. Jesus. Well, I went. We we were almost right. I chose. Um, Brian Dawkins. Over I knew you would. Yeah, I, knew. I mean, but, but that's an eagle. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You like, can't, I, I you can't, can't go, bro. I, oh my god, I watched. I you watched can't go Brian, wrong with him. I watched Brian Dawkins do some nasty things to people. Like, boy, don't you come over this? Don't you try to come deep over the middle? Yeah, but <laughs> hey, hey, look, and never. Curse. I'm gonna fold you up and put you in my pocket. And <laughs> never curse. That was the craziest thing about. Him. He was very holy. Like he was. He is a churchgoer. Um, Takeo Spikes talked about it whenever he played with the Eagles, and he said that um, <laughs> he said Brian Dawkins told him he said I'm gonna see if if he if his heart's really in this game. <laughs> the next play, he knocks the snot out of a guy and gets up and says Hallelujah, thank you Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But what do you do if you get hit like that? Like at this point I'm thinking, did I die and go to heaven? Like what's up here, man? Is this judgment day? Like what's going on? God, I'm looking you? around trying to figure out Yeah. God? You look different than I thought. I didn't think I would see you in shoulder pads. God, why do you have a helmet on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah, I think both of those defenses are monsters, man, honestly. Um, and, and there's so many more at all positions that I could think of, man, that I'm like, oh, man, that would be nice to have that guy. Oh, that dude would be I great. feel bad oh, for that... choosing. Yeah, it's. It, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It was hard. It was hard because I think I think Cleo Mack could have been thrown in there for defensive line. I mean, think about him back in the day, man, when he first – when he was with, uh, with uh, the Bears, man. They were triple teaming this dude. Like oh, they yeah. do Aaron Donald. I never forget there was a sack, bro. He sacked a dude with one hand, one arm through a triple team. They were triple teaming him. He was driving all three of them back, and he grabbed the quarterback with one arm and snatched him and threw him to the ground. 
over the over the offensive lineman, bro. His arm through the offensive lineman, grabbed the quarterback by the back and just threw him to the ground. Yeah, what was it? Matt Stafford said this whenever his first year coming into the Rams. He said they 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 were doing drills. Obviously, the line was you know trying to protect the quarterback or whatever. And Matt Stafford did not realize how fast Aaron Donald was for his size. He was like. I didn't think he was going to get back here that fast. I took like three steps and he was already here. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's that dude. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, also, he's also that fast that he's the fastest to 100 sacks in an NFL career. Yeah. So, well, now my favorite part, right? What is your game to watch this weekend? I guess, you know what? Let's start with college since it comes on first, really. Okay. Who do you have? To watch this week. Okay, my I have two games this week. Okay, what you got? Okay, so I'm impressed with what Wake Forest did last week against Clemson. So I agree. I agree. I think Wake Forest Florida State game is going to be a very good one. I do think Florida State's is, is for, they're not going to be undefeated after this game. I think Wake Forest is that good. I I cannot disagree. Um, and secondly, this is another one. Um, Valerie will probably um. Our um our neighbors from Quantico should probably like this one, but I think that Oklahoma State and Baylor is actually going to be a good game too. I, I I do. So that's another game I'm going to be um looking out for. I can't uh, I can't argue with that you know I like me some uh, some ranked teams uh smashing it up. So well, I actually think that Kentucky Mississippi Ole Miss there. Is going to be a good matchup. I, uh, I I'm not 100% sold that Kentucky is is that team, right? Um, mm-hmm. I do think that right now, power ranking wise, they're showing it. But you know, Kentucky's not traditionally a powerhouse team, but they're looking good, man. They're in the top ten, so I'm excited to watch that one. That's going to answer a lot of questions because I think Ole Miss is a decent team as well. So I'm excited to see how that one's going to play out. I think that will really kind of start helping mold this playoff picture a little more. Uh huh. Because right now a lot of people are talking about Kentucky. You know, are they for real? Are they just lucking out? And I think this is going to be their real test, their first big test, I guess you could say, to show what's up. So I agree. That, that one, and then I know you said you weren't impressed with Clemson. Well... Let's see how Clemson can handle number 10, NC State, when they come in there. Clemson is favored by six and a half points. But I think that if Clemson is going to lose a game, this is going to be it. I mean, they had their first their first real test against Wake Forest, and they barely won that one. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to have, to me, a better team in NC State rolling in. I I think we could... Clemson get their first uh, their first L of the season. So, oh yeah, that's those are going to be my teams that are that I'm going to be watching this week. So, the NFL since we'll just go ahead and transition right to that one. My game of the week is actually the uh, the Thursday night game, man. Uh, the game of my birthday, and that would be <laughs> the three and O Dolphins going to play the one and two Bengals now. A lot of people are going to say, well, the Bengals are 1-2. and two, The Dolphins are smoking them. Why is that one, you know, in the game to watch? I think it's going to answer a lot of questions, man. 
The Bengals are allowing a lot of sacks. I, I understand. But the Dolphins, that's a, the Bengals are, to me, a classy team. That's a team that right now is showing we are somebody. You know, and not just this year, but with last year, right? Everybody, everybody kind of counted them out. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, they made it to the Super Bowl. I think they're the team, man, that's really going to get out there and be the team to beat um, down the stretch. They start off rough, but, hey, you know, Aaron Rodgers has started off rough and then, you know, went on a nine-game win streak. So I, I think that's going to be an interesting game. I think it's going to answer a lot of questions about both teams. Was it was it a fluke for the Bengals? And are the Dolphins for real? I mean, 4-0, that's a nice little start, man. That's a nice little start. So that is – my game to watch. What's your game to watch in the NFL? Uh, you're going to like this one. It's Browns and the Falcons. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is where this is the downfall of the Browns. I don't think Jacoby Brissett is. He can't manage this team. He can't. Um, it's it's not it's not it's not going to work. And I think that the Falcons are coming around. Uh, you, you feel some type of way being by by being ranked as the last last team in the NFL. This is crazy, my shoulder, man. I told you, chip on my shoulder, man. Yeah, like there's, I, I would feel some type of way about this. So I feel like as you should. the Falcons are playing at home against the Browns. Miles Garrett is out. Yep. Well, he said the Browns are saying he's going to try to play. I don't care, even if you do play, bro. You're not going to be 100. percent I'm telling you this right now. If I'm an owner, I'm telling him to sit his behind down. Sit down. I mean, we got a whole season ahead of us. You yeah, want, the Browns you are two and one. Yeah, sit down. It's not like you know, it's not like you're zero and three, and you're like, uh oh, we need to do something quickly, or we're gonna start really screwing our season up from the get go. And that would come from the top. I would literally come down and tell the head coach, "Your job's not in jeopardy by sitting him this game." So if you play him, your job's in jeopardy. I don't trust their owners. I I don't think their owners are good people, to be honest with you. I mean, there's, there's, even before the Deshaun Watson thing, there's been a lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think they're good people, to be honest with you, man. I don't think they care about that. So, yeah. That's, no. uh, but yeah, that's my, that's going to be a game to watch that I'm going to be watching too. Don't worry. So, well, do you got any facts of the week for me? I got one for you. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That would be. The number 1,038, that is the amount of yards that Jalen Hurts is responsible for. He has, if, if we were going solely based off of Jalen Hurts' stats for total Dang. yards, he'd be in the top 10 for teams. Dang. Right? That's, it's, uh... it's, that's, that says a lot considering the flack that he was getting this year. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, or before this year started on, on how he was going to perform. So I love what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. I'm an Eagles fan, obviously. You know how you I got- felt. I've always liked Jalen Hurts, man. And I told you coming into this year, I know you were like, mm, we're going to see this will be his year. And I told you, man, I like the kid. I really think he can do well if given the stuff. And then I also said, hey, this year you got to put up, though, man. You got the you got the the stuff around you. You got to make it happen. You yes. don't necessarily. It's not Super Bowl or bust for this team. 
No, it's not. But if you don't make the playoffs with this team, there's going to be questions asked. No, no, it's not going to be questions. It's just going to be those two first-round picks that we have next year. They're going to use them on a quarterback. 100%. 100%. And it's hard to argue why you wouldn't. Right. So. Well, my stat, man, first off, I, I got this nice little fancy tool that I, and I, and I showed you. I gave you the login information so you could check it out. Mm-hmm. It is wild what you could figure out there. And now I see where all these NFL stats on TV come from and stuff because I'm sure they have a search engine just like this. So I was playing around the other day trying to figure it out, and uh, I came into this stat, and this this is nuts, bro. Um, only two players in NFL history had double-digit interception TDs in their career. Both players played for the Raiders, and they actually played together for the Raiders at one point. They also both share the same last name. Rod Woodson with 12, and Charles Woodson with 11. <laughs> and they're not related, for anybody that's questioning that. That's, that's interesting. Nuts. Ain't it, though, dude? That was yeah, like, that's, wow, that's pretty you my wild. Cousin? No, I don't know any of you or Ray Ray and Nuck Nuck. I don't know none of them. <laughs> Nuck Nuck? Come on, man. You had to bring out, you can't left it at Ray Ray. You had to bring out Nuck Nuck. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> oh, dude. Well, we're at the end of the show. It's that time where we give the old shout-outs. You got any shout-outs this week? Yes, uh, for y'all, those of y'all don't know, we're, we're actually recording on a Tuesday today. Um, and, and the reason behind that is because it's my wedding anniversary. So, uh, happy anniversary to my wife. Uh, she's literally sitting right next to me eating. Hey, a- girl. Yeah, uh, Shady said, hey, girl. <laughs> uh, a lion bar? What the hell is that? Focus, focus. Okay, okay, I'll look at it later. But yes, um, it was my wedding anniversary yesterday. I know some some of you guys in Discord congratulated me and said, you know, happy anniversary or whatever. But um, not little Ray Ray. He trolled you. Ray Ray, you ain't no good. You ain't you you not worth two dead flies smashed in between a piece of grilled cheese. Oh, oh my so, god. <laughs> there's that. But happy anniversary, baby. Um, oh. And yes, that's my shout out for today. Well, uh, happy anniversary to your wife, not you. Oh. Um, hey, it is what it is. Um, I don't necessarily have any shout-outs, man. I just want to go ahead and retouch one more time into the, the few topics here. Hey, so the giveaway, it ends. Well, technically we'll be, doing the, we'll be drawing the winner this Saturday, October 1st. Get your picks in if you haven't. It's super easy, man. All you got to do is get your, not your picks, your tickets. It's super easy. It's going to cost you nothing. You got to get on, like our social media, follow the post, follow our social media, tag three friends, whatever, depending on the platform, it's different, but it's all basically the same. Like the post, follow the social media, tag three friends. It's pretty much all the same, right, across the board. Each platform has the rules on the post. And they're also tagged on, or I mean, uh, pinned on each platform. So we have Twitter. We have Instagram, which is the big one right now. Uh, and we have uh, Reddit. We have Facebook. And we also have, as, uh, as Ben said earlier, we have a Discord. We 
talk nonstop all day long in that Discord. If you like sports and you want more out of your sports, that is where you want to go. It's also another way for you to get one more entry. You get three friends to join our Discord server. That's another entry for you. It's, I mean, to be honest with you, it, it, it's probably one of the easiest tickets to get something you'll you'll ever you'll ever get. Um, you're foolish not to do it. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you're foolish not to do it because, like like uh, Vince said last week. Maybe you have the games. Maybe you don't even play the games, but that's a present for somebody else. You can give it away. It's going to be uh, a digital code that you can put in. It's going to be gifted to you, so more than likely. Now, if there's circumstances we can't do the code, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll mail you a copy of it or buy a copy and have it sent to you. But one way or the other, if you win, it's a, it's a free game like of your choice there. Absolutely. So, Get in on it, uh, and then another thing: check out our social medias. If you love our fact that we post here on our on our podcast, and we when we talk about, if you love our facts, you got to follow our social medias. We post a new fact every day, and the other day I posted like five facts in one day. We post facts. Hey, some days we're feeling good. We woke up. We got that good sleep in. And we post three, four facts at one post. Get on there, check them out. They're cool stats. We bounce around to different teams. Don't think just because I don't like the Saints that I don't post Saints facts. I got some Drew Brees facts lined up, ready to come out. We talk about it all, man. Get on there. Follow our social medias. We have breaking news. You know, we post cool little facts. Like the Raiders being the only 0-3 team in there. Hey, sorry, Rivera. Sorry, bro. But we put it out there, man. Follow our social medias. Check us out. You won't be sorry. I'm telling you. You won't be sorry. So that's really all I got, man. Um, I ain't got nothing crazy. Like I said, it's my birthday in a couple of days. So I'm just looking forward to, to kick back, taking some days off from work, and, and watching some football, man. So... The hockey season is starting. Preseason's kicking off right now, so this is this best time of the year right now. Absolutely, guys. Be sure to follow us on all our social media outlets. Um, we we are posting daily podcasts, weekly. We're very active in the Discord, so just come by. Yeah, check it out. What do you got to lose? So, well, Vince. With that, we've wrapped up another episode so it's a pretty good episode man we we stayed around the time crunch that i wanted to stay at so we did good we 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 did good staying out of them rabbit holes you know mean you're good for jumping down in there oh yeah and uh getting on you know for next thing you know we're talking about you know a player that was drafted in 1943 to you know some team that doesn't even exist anymore so <laughs> we're we did good this week man so Appreciate you coming on the show as always. Yes, sir. uh, Hey, all the fans out there, all the listeners, all the people that get in there and uh, cause havoc in our Discord, Ray Ray. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I really do. Every one of y'all are important to us. And hey, share us with your friends. Get us out there. We're going to continue to do different giveaways here and there. So 
the more people we get to listen to, the once we start bringing in sponsors, stuff like that, the more revenue we can bring in, the bigger prizes. Uh, Vince can, can attest to this. I am all about giving back. That's what I'm about. I love to give back. So get us out there, man. Help us grow. And all we're going to do is turn around and give back to the community because that's just what we do, man. Yeah, absolutely. We're not like Brett Favre. No, no, no. We're not trying to take him welfare. So. No. Well, Vince, that's it. Show's done. Hey, y'all people ain't got to go home, but we're getting off here. So <laughs> y'all have a good one, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.